Sometimes my life gets caught in a landslide Sometimes the things I think are new, they get confused Hello and welcome to Kingdom Stories at Central College Church in which partners, parishioners, employees, and volunteers of Central College discuss their faith, their experiences, and how they make the Kingdom of God visible. I'm Will Harrison, Director of Marketing and Communications. Thank you for joining us as we delve into the stories of Central College. Uh, it's important to know that ministry and evangelism is often best done through the act of telling our own stories of faith as ways to relate and to minister to those around us. So if you have a story to tell and if you are interested in taking part, send me an email at willharrison at ccpc.us to learn more. And today we are off site from the uh, the Central College campus and here in the fourth floor of Inniswoods Village and it's bright and sunny and there's a breeze going through and I'm surrounded by pianos as we visit with a, a new guest today. If you could uh, tell me and the folks out there who you are. And I'm Betty Mabin. I've been a member here at Central College ever since we moved to Westerville. That is probably a long time. That's over 40 years, about 45 years, yes. As, as a guy in his 30s who doesn't spend a lot of time around <laughs> Westerville, that's a pretty long time, I <laughs> yes, think. Yes, yes. Um, and that, I think it's fascinating because I, I, we've talked to a lot of folks here uh, through Kingdom Stories with connections and roots in in Westerville and in Central College. And I, I've been told by multiple people, my, mostly my, my, my staff, my colleagues, that you've, you've got some very interesting roots and stories to tell. Um, are you from Westerville originally? Uh, where are you no, from? No, no. Originally from uh, northwestern Pennsylvania. Really? Grew up on a farm there, yes. And uh, my husband, we were transferred here with his business. And, uh, you know, we were transferred several times with his, his occupation. And uh, mm. I always said... Uh, with the children, we would uh, want to get them involved as we wanted to get involved with right. church where we went. So I, back in the days of Yellow Pages, <laughs> uh, uh, I would usually look at the Yellow Pages when we'd go to a new city to see where I could find a church that we could attend, that, that I could find. <laughs> right, right. And uh, when we came here, uh, I looked and I thought, oh, that's very, looks like it's very close. I can find that, Sunbury Road, because we just lived and <laughs> built a house in Autumn Woods. Hmm. We came the first Sunday, and I must tell you, I never went anyplace else because I was so warmly greeted, and uh, Reverend Ellsworth was the pastor, <laughs> and uh, we just stayed. I, I uh, became an elder. Uh, of course, once you're an elder, you're ordained always as an elder, and I was the clerk of station. For 27 years. Oh, wow. And so I've been very involved and very happily involved, I might say. I've met wonderful friends. Uh, I have many uh, interesting stories to tell about uh, <laughs> my faith and the friends that I've met and the, the miracles, I think, that have happened through prayer and so forth. Just recently, mm -hmm. unfortunately, uh, although I was being very careful, I did get the virus. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Yes, a uh, year ago in October, before the the vaccine was there, right, right, and uh, I was very, very sick. <laughs> in fact, I've had several doctors in the course since then say that uh, I'm very lucky that I survived it, and I thanked the good Lord and the, and the prayers of the many people and friends 
Central College and my family and so forth. Yeah. Uh, because I uh, actually was in the hospital for a total in, in a year's time of five times for 46 days <laughs> and had have had numerous things since the virus that have been reoccurring. I think now that we're at a better stage, we're uh, hopefully pretty much through. But uh, just last May, I was back in and uh, very serious went in. And the emergency was severe abdominal pain. Well, I certainly uh, felt the warmth of all the friends and family when I was in the hospital with the virus. Right. But afterwards, I had to go back into the uh, hospital, and the doctor said, you know, I had some uh, very serious situation. I have to have uh, surgery probably immediately. And being a retired nurse, I pretty oh. much knew what the situation was, and I said to him, mm -hmm. because I the uh, intestinal tract was so irritated that there was uh, a hole that had uh, arrived in it, and it, we would have to have surgery. And I said, uh, you know, I, I know what that entails, which is very serious, and at my age it would be possibly <laughs> even right. more so. Right. And I said, is it possible, do, does that heal, does that uh, ever heal, the, the hole that is there? And he said, well, rarely. And I said, could we wait for a couple days and see if it might? And he said, okay, but the minute you get a pain in this particular place, you let me know because you're going to be off to surgery. Well, I, it, we did wait, and I knew that uh, I was in the Lord's hand, mm. and I had lots of people that were praying for me. And they miraculously, <laughs> the intestine healed. Oh, wow. I didn't have to have surgery. And I just attribute that completely to uh, the Lord. And, and uh, I just had to turn everything over to him. I think many times I've had to do that. And he always comes through. Mm -hmm. And my friends and family, as they say at Central College, are so faithful in the prayer chain and, and everything. Yeah. That's... You know, I, I've experienced something similar to this. I, I, I think maybe you can relate that when you've worked in healthcare yes. and you're eventually faced with your own healthcare, you're kind of sometimes burdened with too much knowledge. <laughs> yes. Um, I'm experiencing that right now, actually, as I face kind of a, a serious doctor's appointment myself tomorrow. Um, oh. And I, I, I worked as an orderly for 10 years and I was almost a nurse. And yes. it's the problem, like the modern day problem is like, I don't need to start Googling my my symptoms because I'm just going to scare myself. <laughs> yes. But it's in times like that, that um, I was just talking with Pastor Ron about this this morning, that sometimes it's okay to let your faith and Christ take those burdens. Exactly. Exactly. At the end of the day, we will drive ourselves crazy with the what ifs. We're just we're designed that way. Yes, I think. So I, I'm just astounded by it, by that, and having the bravery and faith to like take a step back and just say, let's see what happens. And I don't I don't know if I could do that, you know. <laughs> but I'm also a coward at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, if you just turn it over to him, uh, and I think. When you're really, really uh, at, at the, <laughs> it's so ill mm -hmm. that you just feel that you're, you know, this is going to be it. Right. He always comes through. He has for me. I, there's, there's a comfort there. And, and I don't yes. say that just as somebody who, who's 
who's looking at the unknown of, of healthcare. But I think there's a comfort there in, in general because it's often hard, I think, to explain to people what faith and the clarity that comes with faith um, really means. Right. Because, you know, we run into the problem all the time. It's like, oh, well, you're just, are you blindly believing in something? And it's like, no, like there, there are times when we're able to, I think, to let things go in a way that is healthy, but that saves us the, the pain of, of worrying that and keeping it on our shoulders, especially in something like you're yes. talking about going through and all the people we've known who have suffered through COVID. I mean, I, I, I think we'd be rare to find anyone who hasn't known somebody at this point that is either caught it or has passed from it and that's a lot and yes we're living in I, I keep saying like I, i'm tired of living in um in these strange times where we find ourselves kind of breaking records and making history and it's at times like this that i'm glad we have central college um yes everybody here and that as somebody who was has been here 40 years, you, yeah. you you sound like yet another person we've talked to has kind of worn every hat at Central College you kind of can at various points. Um, how has Central College changed in, in that time? Like, or maybe better yet, how has it stayed the same? How has it stayed the same? I think uh, the people. Uh, hmm. You know, just it's it's been, uh, I found a very friendly church, a very enthusiastic church. People that are very geared to mission and, right. and as you say, uh, living mm -hmm. the, the, the vision all the time or trying to, uh, yes, I, uh, I've enjoyed being on, on station, uh, women's association. We've done, uh, a lot through the women's ministry. Yeah. And, uh, the way it has changed, I think, is uh, I think we have kept up with the times, <laughs> which I think is necessary. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think uh, because, uh, well, if you don't keep up with the times, <laughs> you're just lost. That's And, and I find that, uh, yes, that there are always new faces coming in. And the children's ministry, I think, is increasing. And, and that's so important. Yeah. And, and yet, you know, we still have all the old friends. We um we, we talked with Lori Morrow earlier in the year about um, Presbyterian women ministries. And one of the things I thought of after the fact, and I didn't bring it up with her, but I was kind of talking with my wife about it after the fact, was that when you really think about it, uh, a, a group like PWM if, is a large ministry because it's literally half of the church. And yes. I, I think that's the kind of community focus that you don't always see at other churches our size that is really impressive to me, especially as I've gotten my hands, you know, in, in and helped them uh, with things along the way. I'm actually printing the directory mm -hmm. right now, which just seems to be ever be increasing in pages. I think it's yes. up, up above 40 <laughs> pages this year. And I'm just like, it's a lot of pages to figure out how to staple. Yeah. <laughs> um, but isn't that wonderful that you keep adding oh, new yeah. faces all the time? No, that's yes. that, that's what I find funny as somebody who's really bad with names and faces sometimes is that I'll come on Sundays and I never feel like I have enough time to uh, to to greet people and really get to know them. And then, you know, with the pandemic, we've spent so much time in front of screens. Right. We're just like, oh, I finally got to meet you in person. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit like you and I, because we, we've been talking right. on and off for the last couple right. of weeks. And if I'd known you had this beautiful piano here in the corner, I, I would have scheduled sooner. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well. 
yeah, and we were talking about uh, the, I do watch the service every Sunday on my iPad because I have macular mm. degeneration and my vision is very poor. But I can hold the iPad close enough, and I'm I feel like I'm right there with you. I love that during the service, uh, and uh, I think that's wonderful that we've advanced technology, mm -hmm. uh, and we have that opportunity. And you've kept up with the paces. Oh, I of, try of that. Uh, <laughs> right. uh, Der, uh, this reminds me of um, something that one of our audio visual guys, uh, Randy Snyder, said. Yes. Um, it was after Rev's funeral, actually, because uh, Rev's funeral was a huge video production yes. in many ways. But it was that. also something that he laid the groundwork for. Um, and I, I remember joking with one of the AV oh. guys of like, we still had like piles of like old cassettes and video production footage and equipment from the 80s uh -huh. and he was just like yeah i mean that was all started um with with rev and i i, I think yeah. that's a vision that we've upheld because it, it really yes. does I, I i think it's important to people to know that someone such as yourself can stay connected in real ways and not just in the ways where it's like oh i get the news that happens over at the church every once in a while yeah, because no. I mean, it's not the same no it's not and i by watching that and by the prayer chain i'm mm, always yeah. receiving the, uh, the prayer chain and so forth and that also connects us and uh it, it was very interesting to me when we had the opportunity to purchase the land upon well, which this right. uh, the facility where i'm living at, at central college at the uh, Inniswood village uh because that, I think, uh, and this was a vision of Revs too, I think, uh, uh -huh. and being on the land committee and, the, and so forth, when we uh, asked if uh, the National Church residents would like to purchase this portion of it, uh, that just kind of completed. So now we have, you know, the academy here. So it's, uh, mm -hmm. we have all ages. From my balcony, <laughs> I can hear the children out playing it, almost every day that is <laughs> warm enough to be out and so forth and see the children over at the, in the uh, preschool and so forth and it kind of completes a whole cycle right no it's wonderful it's really a campus like yes. it's sometimes when we throw that word about it's just like oh yeah you've got a lot of land whatever but no it's yeah. it's true it's it's rolling green field yes but it's it's so much more than that and you know yeah i gotta ask how loud was um freedom celebration this year oh it's freedom celebration is wonderful you know i have a ringside <laughs> seat <laughs> in fact i almost uh, yeah, have reservations here not my balcony uh that yeah that's wonderful i i'm so thankful that we have that and it's such a community outreach i think oh yeah definitely because so many people in the area enjoy it that mm -hmm. uh you know, would, so I think that's, you know, a wonderful outreach. Well, th this year was a, a springboard for a lot of other ministries from Freedom Celebration, too, because um, Vacation Bible School yes. had a booth there. And they, I think, got a lot of traction, especially in a year where they were trying to build VBS back up and get people back inside from, from everything we went through last year. Right. And I personally, I was just running around all evening doing one thing or another. And I remember when I finally sat down at the end of the night, I was just like, I don't know if I can get back up again. <laughs> it was a long day. As somebody who was experiencing his first freedom celebration yes. and looking forward slash dreading to planning the next one already. <laughs> <laughs> no, no that, that's something that I think we all look forward to. That And, and of course, the yeah. Easter sunrise service. Yeah, yeah. We've had to kind of put that aside for a little bit until they finish the reconstruction yeah. of the dam and so forth but that's always a, it was it was different this year and also yes. i think the weather was bad this year and maybe yes. I, 
I'm, yes. My months are running together as you do at, at the, the ripe old age of 36. Yeah. You know, <laughs> can't remember anything anymore, right? <laughs> um, you know, but, I, I think what you hit on and what I'm inter really interested in knowing about, because I didn't really know the history of this land and Inniswood. Like as Cody and I were coming in, uh -huh. I... I I was telling him I don't really know, you know, the background to it because th that is one of the problems with a, a church this old is that history kind of just happens and we only have the people who were there for it to to be reminded of it. Um, right. Well, it was interesting because uh, we had rented the uh, this land and it, at the buildings that our office was in, right. the, the places where we uh, park. In fact, without this land, <laughs> we wouldn't have had any parking and <laughs> so forth. But uh, it was not available to be the, for sale mm. at the time. But they had promised Rev at the time that uh, if it became available, he would be the first opportunity to buy. Right. And it was going to be built with houses and so forth like everyone else otherwise. It was interesting because... Uh, Typical of most churches, you know, we don't have a lot of excess <laughs> money floating around. So, right. okay, so are we? So we had a campaign. Uh, that was when I wrote uh, the and published the book, uh, book of poetry uh, that, that I sold and then donated to the uh, the uh, uh, campaign to, for purchasing the land. But we had uh, then a building committee, and we talked about how are we going to use this land, and we that we can. Uh, in fact, it was offered to the city of Westerville if they needed soccer fields and things like that. And then, as I mentioned before, the National Church Residences purchased this part of the land, and this seemed to be, uh, and I think it has been, an ideal solution to the project. I, I think so. Um, and that's one of the things that, as somebody who is destined to be in, involved in church life for the rest of my life, thanks to my my wife, the Reverend Rachel Harrison, um, that I, I always kind of get struck by with churches where they, when they do have land, it's a struggle to find ways to properly use it that is in honor to the mission and in honor of God. But it, sometimes having land is almost as bad as not having land just in the sense of, well, what way do we properly uh, use it? Right. And I, I love that Central College has, through its time, and I'm sure in the future too, uh, has found ways to make it a community good. Because I, I know we've talked about um, collectively as a church, you know, what do we do with some of the, with these older buildings? You know, we've got more land to do, and I know there, there's plans and there's there's wheels spinning as they always do. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I... I love that we stay focused on what is good for God and what is good for our community and what is good for Westerville. And you're a part of that. And I, I have to tip my hat to you. So um, thank you for leading that direction in in the past so that we can, can, can kind of continue that tradition now. Well, you're welcome. Uh, yes. It, I think uh, we've made very good use of this, this land. And the, as, they, as I say, the, uh, the children, you know, uh, it's a joy for me to hear them outside playing and, and uh, it, the interaction between mm. people my age and, and the children is so important. And I think, uh, I think we've made that connection, I think, really quite, mm. quite well. Um, Especially during this time of year, I think Christmas is kind of, 
like the Christmas season, I feel like is the optimal time for that connecting of generations between right. young and old, yes. because I mean, not just the, the joy of, of kids being really pumped about Christmas and being super into it, but missions about, you know, we're knee deep in, in Deacon's missions right now. We have things going right. on here at Ennis Woods. Um, we have things going on in the school and in, in the right. main building. I'm collecting socks right now as we go. Right. Um, it's a great time to bring people together, and I'm yeah. thankful for that. And we've had so much, uh, well, the women's ministry. Uh, as I mentioned before, I've always been very right. active in that, and uh, we've done a lot of uh, mission work there. The other thing, uh, as far as medical missions, uh, to Honduras and to Haiti. Right. Uh, that was I went with the, uh, the group. Oh wow! To to Honduras, and uh, it was just inspirational <laughs> to me to uh, see the response that the the people gave to us, and and we, uh, just feeling. Mm -hmm. very very privileged to have an opportunity to meet with them and and uh i think that you know that the various missions worldwide as well as locally there there's just so many areas food pantry mm. uh i can't name if <laughs> we always try to to list the missions that we serve on the back of our uh folders that we get to the women's association and we almost run out of room because there are so many <laughs> missions that we're involved with. And I think that's a good problem to have. That's a wonderful problem to have. That's one of the main things I think a church needs to be about. We just need bigger folders. That's yes, that'll solve right. the problem. Exactly. <laughs> well, you know, we're we're, we're wrapping up here. Um, is there anything else you'd like to to pass on to the folks listening at home or, or to me before we we wrap things up? Uh, I guess just to say, uh, you know. If you've not been to Central College, try us. Mm. <laughs> Do come, uh, it, and and I hope that uh, you know that it you will find that it's a friendly church that can touch your life and and help uh, in many ways uh, to in, encourage your, your faith. Uh, I think mm. uh, it, it's a friendly church. Uh, there are just so many opportunities to get to know people and uh i can't say enough about it it's it's been a big part of my life i i wrote a poem one time and i uh, ended it by saying that i felt that it was god's way uh that i should be here uh because we had been through a series of uh floods on the east coast and when we moved here i think that was in his plan that i should come here because this felt like home from the very beginning and I think you'd find it feels like home to you too. I I think that's beautiful. And as just as I was leaving yesterday, I spotted Barbara giving a tour to somebody who came in off the street and was just like, I'm looking for a church. I've never been here before. Why don't you show me about? And it's in, in moments like that where I'm like, yeah, we're like we're doing good work here. That's yeah, exactly at, at the end of the day, I, I will take that. So thank you once again for allowing us into your home and and I'm I'm still astounded by the piano. Like I was just no. <laughs> I was just saying the logistics of getting that thing up here. I I, I, well, I can see it in my head. <laughs> it's been a, a great part of my life with having taught piano for about sixty years and so forth, and and participated in the music programs at church and so forth. So it uh, it came 
when I moved, I, it moved with me. <laughs> I, I love that. And I love that everybody out there has joined us for yet another episode of Kingdom Stories. This is a, probably going to be our last one for the year. And we'll come back in January with uh, brand new content, especially as we look at uh, the 40 days of, of Lent and what is to come in 2022. 2022 sounds like a fake number. I just, I cannot yeah. believe, like, I can't we believe we're there. But right. until then, um, once again, thanks to Betty, my guest here from Ennis Woods Village, and we will see you all next time. Take care. Sometimes my mind clears out of